It's another big week in racing as we look ahead to Super Saturday at Flemington. We're going to recap all the action from last week's Australian Guineas and cast our eye ahead to next week's All-Star Mile. This is The Whip. Zusain got to the front from Graf and the Autumn Sun motoring. Zusain in front, the Autumn Sun levelling up late. They hit it. The Autumn Sun, he's come from last. What a superstar. Ben Battle going with it. Week three covers Ben Battle. is staving up Ben Battle. Covers the hour. Covers the ledger. Witness. Weeks has done it. It's FY Utopia. Yes, welcome back to the whip. Another big addition. Uh, ready to go today. I'm Matt Nevitt and Toby Martin is sitting across from me in the studio. Tobe, how are you going at the moment, mate? Are you, are you having a win on the pun? Is are things going well? Um, I didn't have too bad of a weekend um, just gone, actually. I think, geez, I was banking on Oregon's day to to come home in the last and, and she got up at, at a good price. So I, don't, I think a lot of people missed that one there. She was just a class horse in the race, so... You've been, no. you've been playing the get-out stakes a bit lately, oh, haven't you? Been a little lucky, yeah. So Last week you said that there was no get-out stakes uh, on Saturday. There was no- look, I, look I, I didn't see her as a, as a get-out. She was, I think she got out to $7.50 there mm. in the end. Um, she's a mare that doesn't really win too often, and she had the inside barrier. So, look, look I, I took a chance, and um, lucky it pulled off. Mm. You wrote, rode for luck, didn't she? And she yep. That's what she does. Well, she was a class, class above the rest, mm. so... Seven no. bucks. We wouldn't mind seven dollars on the get-out stakes this week. No, not at all. But our favourite is uh, running around, isn't he, in the back end of the card? Avilius. Oh, Avilius. Oh, no, that's yeah. the second last race, isn't it? Yeah, no, not, oh, not we'll a lot. We'll have a bit of money to play with then. Uh, it was a big week in racing, wasn't it? Uh, the Australian Guineas last week were one of the most talked about Guineas we, we've had in, in recent memory. And uh, the $11,000 Tassie Philly Mystic Journey got the job done. Hawkshot at the 250, Mystic Journey getting up underneath of it. It's Hawkshot grabbed by Mystic Journey, followed by Ambitrani, ring-a-ding-ding late. Mystic Journey with 100 to go, races away. They're roaring in Tasmania, and Mystic Journey must have his easily. Hawkshot second, photo third. She is an absolute star, isn't she, Tobe? Adam Trinder and the job he's done with her, it's, it's a remarkable story, and it was fantastic to see her win on the weekend. Yeah, definitely. She's a she's a superstar, this filly. Um, I think she proved to everyone how good she actually is. Um, she was up against a, cl- a class field this time. Um, I think that was probably a, her only little uh, question mark that I guess she had, that she had to tick. And um, it was a great field, and she yeah she beat them with ease. Did, did she blow you away in terms of expectation? She certainly. I didn't. I didn't think she was that good. I know. I know a lot of people had her rated really highly, but. I, she exceeded what I thought she was. Yeah, for me, for me as well. Um, the way she extended through the line and gapped them, she was she was putting lengths of them Which through the, through the line. Half or oh, I reckon a, at least a couple. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mad win. So it was it was a fantastic win. Yeah. Can she go on to bigger and better things? Is she is she good enough to be that filly that can can go up against the older mares now and you know be a real weight for age player? Oh, I can't see why not. Oh, off the back of that performance, definitely. The race itself. Uh, the the chances that were, were wide, Amphitrite and Ring-a-Ding-Ding, they, they wound up, but in the end, were they just beaten by a better one or was it the run on the day? Um, I, I reckon all those horses you mentioned there had had their um, had their chance down the straight. Um, it was a perfect race, wasn't it? Hawkshot set a great uh, tempo. Probably the best four horses in, in yeah. the race 
come in the top four, Ring-a-ding-ding, Amphitrite, Hawkshot and um, Mystic Journey. So, look, when, when that's the outcome, I think every horse probably had their chance to, to get a good run. Those longer shots that you were sort of keen on, Stars of Karam, Chapada. Didn't really perform, did they? I think in the end of the day, they just didn't have the turn of foot and the speed to be able no, to match No, they didn't. No. They need longer. And I know we get excited because they're good horses, but... You need a good turn of foot in a, in a young mile race. Yeah, definitely. And those sort of longer distance horses, they they tend to sprint well fresh over the 1,400. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I, I reckon they're probably just looking for further now. Um, second up, they're probably a little bit flat. Yeah. Uh, Mystic Journey now gets the wild card into the All-Star Mile, uh, along with Hawkshot, as we mentioned, and Hartnell. Uh, they'll join Happy Clapper as the four wild cards to go into the field, plus the 10 that were already included through the voting. What did you think of the three wild cards that were handed out during the week? So Mystic Journey got—that's a big tick, obviously. Definitely a tick. Yeah, um, she has to go in. Hawkshot for me was a little surprising. I'm glad he's in the race. I think he's a good horse, but I didn't expect them to give him a wild card. That's for sure. Hartnell for me is a little bit of a question mark. It, it's probably good that he's got a, a wild card. I think he brings a little bit of an X factor because we know how good he was, but. Um, he's a little bit inconsistent these days, but he can still bring out a, a good performance. So he might bring a, a little bit of a next factor to the race and, and hopefully he can put in a good run. I think it was a good mix. So they had that star bit Philly, of everything, yeah. Philly on the rise. It's really popular with everyone. Yep. Uh, you got the legend in Hartnell, you know, adds class. He's, a, yeah, he's exactly. the class horse yeah. of the race. Yep. Uh, and then also I think what Hawkshot brings is that on-pace runner who will set a cracking tempo and ensure that they're not just going around, you know, leisurely at the bend. It's, a, it's going to be a real race. Yes. Uh, and everyone's going to get their opportunity. I can't wait. I think it's... it's I know the, the build-up has been, uh, you know, not quite yeah. what they would have expected over the past month or so, but it's got to a point now where we've got a pretty star-studded field uh, and it's, it's going to be a good race. Yeah, well, the field's nowhere near what I thought it was going to actually be. Um, when the voting was on, you yeah. know, the, the top 10 chances were, you know, you wouldn't expect them to run in a, in a $5 million race. Um, but now looking at the field, it's, it's probably a little bit more suitable. I think the wild cards um, have definitely lifted... It definitely lifted my, um, oh, I guess, enthusiasm yeah. in the race. I know there's some donkeys at the bottom end, but I, I saw a comparison between last year's Doncaster Mile uh, and this year's All-Star Mile, and the top eight horses on average rating, I think the All-Star Mile is slightly above. So, yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good outcome. To, anyway. to put it in perspective, there are some really quality gallopers going around. Oh, there are. Yeah. Um, Elise, for sure, is, is a fantastic galloper. But they're good. you know what? They're good milers, too. They're not just good horses. Mystic Journey's won the guineas. Mm. Hartnell's won group ones over 1,600. Yep. Happy Clapper's a group one star. He runs well at the yep. distance. Maybe not so well in Melbourne. Uh, who else have we got? Elise, she's a star around that range. Yeah, you got Hawkshot as well, uh, suited to the mile. Amphitrite's so. your perfect miler. Amphitrite, yeah. She so can... they're not just good horses. They're good milers, and I think that's important because because this race needs to build a profile as the mile race in Australia, you know? Yeah, I understand. I agree. It's, not it's, not, it's nice to have a three-year-old colt in there as well in, in Hawkshot. Yeah. I, I think it it's, uh, sort of adds to the, to the race. You know, with, with Mystic yeah. Journey, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they measure up. It's Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If Who's the wild card that you would have liked to have seen got in? So if there's one horse that missed out. Oh, the Autumn Sun, for sure. Yeah, I know, but of the ones that were nominated. Um... To be honest, I, I think the top four... Was 50 that, stars stiff? Uh, look, I think he's come back a, a, a really good horse. Mm-hmm. What he what he showed on the weekend is his full potential. He's got a fantastic record. I think seven wins from 10 starts. Um, he's a four-year-old. He, he's by the Sea of the Stars, which is a fantastic European stallion. 
Um, he, if he was in the race, he wouldn't be disgraced. I'll, I'll tell you that much. The one for me was Johannes Vermeer. I thought his run in the blame. He was exceptional. Yep. Uh, I know he started favourite, but just the way he was hitting the line from last, first up after what eighteen months or something ridiculous. I'm surprised he's he's not gone to the Melbourne uh, to the sorry the um, Australian Cup. Australian Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's happened there. Well, Lloyd's got a couple of runners in yeah. that race already. I know he's going up to Sydney. Maybe. Bypass it and go to the Vars or something like that. Yeah. A Sydney campaign, a Sydney certainly camp, on the agenda. Yeah. Yep. But he's a good horse. He's, oh, he's, well, it was a fantastic uh, return. It's going to be interesting once Winks finishes to see who these horses are that sort of announce themselves as the, the profile horses or the, mm. the star horses in the country and the ones that people go to the races to watch. Mm. He's one of those the horses, I think. He's got a little bit of X factor. Uh just all right, what's your tip for the All Star Mile next week? By the way, a week out before the barrier draw, who, who would you who, who would you have your money on right now in the right. futures market? Um, I'd probably go either Elise or Happy Clapper. Still, I, I think they're still probably the two best horses in the race at the moment. Um, look, I, I haven't sat down and gone through and analysed it fully, but um, from from a week out, I'd, I'd probably say those two. I think Elise is a little bit short. I think she's beatable. Yeah, I, definitely. That filly on the weekend, Mystic Journey, blew me away. Oh, what about Happy Clapper's performance on the, over the yeah, mile? Yeah, no, you can't knock Happy Clapper's no form way. at the moment. No, not at all. Second to Winks is as good a form lines as there are at the moment. I, I just there is that query going around Melbourne the other way, and also he must have tipped the tank out on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, that's got to be a concern as well. Oh, you'd have to take it in, into account. Speaking of the mighty Mayor Winks and Happy Clapper's attempt to spoil the party, was it just fantastic riding from Blake Shin, or what did you make of that performance? Oh, it was a great ride. That's oh, what you want to see. That's you what want you want. To see them challenge you. Do something exactly different. Exactly right. Like how many horses go out? I think we saw it once. Um, Red excitement was yep. it? Yeah, was it, it was. was the last yeah. pr- last preparation or the preparation before? Yep. Was it, it was another horse that took it to Winks? They've got to try something out of the square. You can't just sit and ride the speed normal. She's always going to sit four back, come out on the bend, and just explode away. You got to you got to give it to her like they did on the weekend. And I'll tell you what, coming around the bend, um, it was sort of like like the uh, the Turnbull. Yes. I, I thought Winks yes. was almost in trouble there for a second. I was on the edge of my seat, and, I, and I've got to say, um, I was actually clap- I was actually rooting for Happy Clapper. I. I was too, and I've never said that before in my no. life. I've I've been as big a Winx fan as there is. Yeah. But for some reason, my heart was just on the clapper, and there was that fleeting moment. There's been that fleeting moment, a number of times in a 31 win streak, where you just thought she's not going to make it, and mm. she does. But but there was the moment was a little bit more than that on the weekend. She really really had to dig. I know he, Bowman didn't move and he didn't touch the whip, but that doesn't mean the horse isn't working hard. No, and, no, and no. Happy Clapper had to break a record to beat him, didn't e- she? Exactly. <laughs> she pretty much has to do that every week. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. But would you? What would you do with Winks now? Is she, the talk is that she's going to go to the George Ryder, but the Ram it's still a possibility. So they could keep progressing her to the two thousand rather than dropping her back to the fifteen hundred, which off the back of the weekend's performance would be a danger. I reckon. I agree. Ramvit for her is probably a safer choice. Um, she did that in the spring. She she went to the Turnbull two thousand before the Cox Plate. Um, t- the Rambit's only two weeks away as well, so you, you, three weeks to the George Ryder. Um, mm. She might be a little bit exposed there in that race. I think there's some um, horses there that, you know, it's probably a, a biggest risk if you went back to the 1500 after th- after three weeks. I wonder what sort of horse could, could nab her in a 1500-metre race. 
Well, who would know? No one, no one's, no one's put their hand up to have a crack, have they? Elise might go up there, maybe. Elise, the autumn, the autumn sun. sun. I'd love to see that collision there's no, course. There's no way that's not going to ever could, happen. Could Kamantari step out? Can we? Could Kamantari step out to fifteen? He could go up to fifteen hundred. See how Pirata comes back this week. He's a good horse. Um, but that's the sort of horse. They're the sort of horses that would Nikita cause her difficulty. The, the ones that are going to be in the front half of the field and also have a turn mm. of foot. Yeah. So that she has to just really motor pass them. I'm intrigued. I just want to know what Waller's going to do now, especially if the the right race for the Autumn Sun is the George Ryder. They're gonna they're gonna avoid all I know all measures just for her to get that look. perfect exit, aren't they? And that and that's what sort of made me go for or cheer for Happy Clapper on the weekend. I guess I think they've just paved a way for Winks to just finish her final campaign with ease and and go out with 33 on the trot, but. Yeah. You know, you want her to win it with some grit, don't you? That's right. And it wasn't like I was cheering for her to lose because I don't like her. Or I don't want to see her win 33. I actually would like to see her win 33 in a row, but I just wanted to see some drama in the racing and mm. and there to be a little bit of a spark in the whole story because this story's still got two more chapters at least yep. till the Queen Elizabeth. I don't want it to just be so scripted that we know what's going to happen and we're rolling up to see a you know a stage show. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, raises this is a, live sport. Raises li- the, raises the question. You know, has she beaten great opposition on her way to thirty three? Mm. All the best in the world have only averse to the best in the world, and but I suppose um, they put her in a race and she can only That's she right. can only verse the horses that answer against her in the end, can't they? And that, it was just a Waller trial. You're you're right. As as much as it was a Waller stable trial, Happy Clover is possibly the second best horse in the country so what more can she do essentially yeah exactly all right enough links for the moment we'll we'll get to her plenty of times over the next few weeks we're going to venture up to sydney this weekend because the feature races are really starting to heat up mm. up there the ramwick guineas start of the championships is it's always the, the, yeah. always a good time it is a cracking mm. the sydney carnival i know it doesn't have the aura of the melbourne spring but the quality of racing is equally as good isn't it oh easy yeah, I agree. The the racing up there is fantastic. You get they do great, it well. You get great fields. They mm. do it well. I've never gone up there, but um, I've only heard good reports, and yeah, oh, it's great viewing. Uh, the Ram at Guineas this weekend, the Autumn Sun is the $1.50 favourite. Mm. Oh, he's a superstar, he's I a know. Su- he's a superstar. And, um, That's look, short. He, he is short, but apart he, from Nikita Jane and, and maybe... Um, the other horse, fundamentalist. No, no, no. Fabulous. The one, he, the one he beat Vega first. Days. Up, the Vega days. Yeah. The one he beat first up in the Hobartville. Probably the only two horses I think in the field that can take it to him. I don't. I don't think Vega days can get off the back of the Hobartville. I mean, the Autumn Sun's only going to get better over further. Exactly. Nikita Jane, Mark Noonan is sending her to the race because he thinks she can win. Mm, she's she's He's, just class. He, he said, "There's no way I'm sending her if I don't think she can." So he he has her in such high regard, and off the back of her past two wins, why can't she? She's a star. Oh, she's an absolute star. Up to up to the miles, only going to suit her even more. Um, I think she's untapped at the moment. So we're we're probably yet to see the best of Nikita Jane, and and definitely the Autumn Sun's biggest um, rival in that race. But he is he is short, but I, I think he's a, a deserved favourite for sure. Would you back him? Would you put him in a multi? You know, yeah, I'll, I'll, a, in a multi. Add a bit of value. Yeah, there's no. It will be in a lot of people's multipliers on the weekend. Anchoring him in, I like it. I don't think I'm going to touch him. I still have this big question mark over him because the uh, he's afraid to go to a weight for age race. And I think you're going past the obvious. He what, look, that he's look, the better horse. Just look at his past races and, and the way he's won. It. He's he's a superstar. Yeah, I know. The the one race that stands out is the the Caulfield Guineas mm. more than anything else. 
you know, he's still second up. There's, just, oh, I don't know, he's a young horse. He's a colt. Sometimes you got to forget that he's a three-year-old colt. Yeah, yeah. Wait till he starts, you know, <laughs> getting a little bit excited in the mounting yard when he sees fundamentalist. <laughs> uh, okay. Pop <laughs> down. None of that. All right, moving on to the on to the races this weekend at Flemington, and it is Super Saturday, and what a what a card it is. It's one of the best days of racing. We say that a lot, but it is. It's one of the best days at Flemington uh, going around. And the first race on the card is the 1,000-meter sprint down the straight. There's an international galloper here, isn't it? King of Yulong? King of Yulong. Like? Yeah, I do. I, re- I actually really like him. He, he's a Group 2 winner over in Europe. Um, and he's come over here. He He's trolled fantastically. I like the way he went through the line there. He's strong. Um he started out nine dollars. I think he's into six dollars now. So, big watch for me was to monitor the market, um, and he's been crunched. So, for, so that tells me that he, he's in good form and he's going well, and and um, he's a great chance in this race. So, I've got him on top. What did he open up at? Nine dollars. That's been a good move for him. Nine fifty. He opened up. And he's into six. So, mm. that tells me that there's a, a bit of a spruik around for him. I mean, he's clearly been coming out of stronger races overseas. There's no doubt about that. This isn't that strong of a race. Well, you got. I guess Crown Witness is probably your biggest. Um, I guess rivaling in the race. She's got catchy form. She beat catchy last prep. Two years ago. 2017 it was. 2017. Yeah, oh, that's a, that's too far ago. Yeah, it's a long time, but she, she wasn't disgraced in the Oakley Plate. Um, she she ran on well first up against the older horses. So, mm. look, at, at 390, she's a little bit short. Um, I think you're getting great odds for King of Yulong there. So, I'm happy to play him. If there was anything else around King of Yulong, Belwazi maybe has a little bit of... Um, form through Champagne Cuddles and Glenall are coming out of Group 1 races. So, um, Bandapur can fly good down the straight. Yeah, not off his last start. He needed to show me more there, carrying the 59.5 now. Yeah. No, I agree. I think King Yulong's a really good start to the day. Hopefully, we can open a bank. Yeah, definitely. Great odds. I'm, I'm happy to play. Alrighty, on to the second race, and it is the benchmark 84 over 1400. Who do you like here, Tobe? Uh, I'll, I'll really like Grey Worm here on top. Um, up to 1,400 only suits. He, he's got a great record, three wins from five starts, and he's been in the chocolates, you know, in the money, sorry, um, at every start. So up to 1,400 metres will suit this horse to Flemington. Um, he drops in weight. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think he's a great chance and happy to play him. That race he comes out of, was it Mooney Valley, his last start? Yeah, or? Mooney Valley. Yeah. Rock the Castle that won that. High rating race. High rating nine race. Lengths, uh, uh, yeah, nine lengths above average. So, Yeah, he closed her on the line and he was carrying 59.5 there. So he, he's got a big weight swing on her this in this one. Is there anything else? I know Antar's been absolutely flying for Jason Warren. Gets a rise in weight here, which is probably my only concern because... Mm. Uh, it's bolted in the last couple. Yeah, rising weight and also down to the 1,400 metres, back 200 metres is probably a, a query for me. Um, but, he, you know, super consistent horse. Can't put a foot wrong. Bravo Tango is probably the other one in the race that um, is, a, is a good chance as well in, in great form. Well, Bravo Tango is my pick. I know it, uh, it definitely wants the big track. Fl- Flemington's going to suit. Uh, I think it's a really, really progressive type. Um, and it's just going to appreciate it. I- I'm going to... T- Grey Worm's 240. That's too short, I think, in this race. Yeah, look, I, I got him a threes when he opened up. So, he's, he's been backed into, I think, 240, 250, which is, yeah. So, you had a nibble early. Is yeah, that, nibble early. Saying? Get on early. How, mo- how much did you have a bite of? Oh, a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's one of my best for the days. So well, I think he's good. I don't know what money you've got, Toby. You haven't, you haven't hit many winners. Last week's bank, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you've, you've taken out a loan down <laughs> <laughs> on Grey Worm. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, moving on to the third, it is the Benchmark 90 race. Over 2,000 metres, it's the Furphy Ale race. Uh, I know Tobe's a big fan of the Furfies, aren't you? Yeah, not a bad drop. The all these races are, are sponsored by different lagers and ales, and they all sort of suit you, I reckon. The Furphy, the Stella, very much down your alley. Is that right? <laughs> well, is that, you'll be knocking back a Furphy on the weekend when you're watching the races? Um, I'm away on the weekend, actually, mate. Got a got Golden Plains, but... God, <laughs> take a couple of Furphys to Golden Plains. Might, might have to, <laughs> why not? Might have to for the, for the race. Oh. Sponsor it. Well, you need to pick a winner in the race before you can do that. <laughs> um, look, it's... I've gone with Exemplar here for the uh, Lloyd Williams stable. Um, first up is a European Galloper. We all know how how well these European um, stayers come over to Australia and just absolutely pants out. So, look, I, I've got him on top. He's got some great form um, back over in in, in uh, Europe with the likes of Yucatan. Um, so, look, we, we all saw what he did in the spring. <laughs> yeah, they are. They always got strong form lines, don't they? Mm. The Williams camp when they bring them over. Uh, start them off in a race like this and usually run pretty well. Uh, I think it's a tough race. I, I don't tough think it's a great it is, deal yeah. here. Thundercloud won at odds, massive odds last last. How's he three dollars? Too short. Well, if he won at massive odds last yeah, start, I, I think as well. And um, I could argue that there were a few horses in that race that didn't have the the best of luck. Hangman took a lot of people's money. Yeah, well, that's that's the horse I was referring to. Um, look, I think he he was six, carrying sixty one kilos in, in that race. Was he? Um, he went for straight from the sixteen hundred to the two thousand. I think second up or third up. Yeah, third up. Um, he's got the fifty four now, so I, I wouldn't be putting a pencil yeah. through. Yeah, no, he's dropped in dropped by four, so that does open it up a little bit for Hangman. Oh, the way you hit the line, you, know, you can't take my coin. That's for sure. Yeah. All righty, race four. Uh, 1,100-metre race. Uh, who do you like here? Um, look, I've got Marcel from Madrid on top. I know he didn't finish off his prep well last uh, last sort of preparation. Um, he's got 54 kilos here. He's gelded. He's trialled really well. He's quality runner on his day. He was you know, a, a top chance for the Guineas when they were um, preparing him last, last prep. So I think he can come out here at good odds. There's a bit of money for him in the market, so it shows me that uh, people think he, he's in good shape, um, and I've got him on top here. I think, I think he's a good each-way bet. Yeah, right. $7 for Marcel from the from Madrid at the moment. Yulong uh, Yuhung at the top there. Do you know much about that, Galloper? Another another import for the Yulong um, stable. First Australian start, stakes winner back in, in Europe. Um, probably not as, as good as Yulong uh, King, King of Yulong, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look. Off his off his trials and like I think I might just have to sit back and, and watch him for his first start. The likes of Anjana and Crone are, are good horses, but they're probably not at their right trip here, are they? They need a little bit further than eleven hundred. Yeah, I'd probably want to see them uh, second up or, th- or third up over the mile or fourteen hundred. But I can't split those two fillies. They always run against each other in, in the same races, don't they? <laughs> they do. Even back when they were with uh, DK. Uh, Sunset Watch is it's got ring a ding ding form twice. Uh, winning ring-a-ding-ding form twice, which is far better than this field. Yeah, he, he's my second pick. He brings his best, surely. He's a winning chance. Yeah, second pick for me, and he flies fresh as well, loves the trip. Um, my only concern is Flemington down the straight. Will he handle it? That's that's what I've got to sit back and watch. Haven't mentioned Blue Roche yet. Uh, does have winning form down the straight at Flemington. Yeah, great little filly. Great little filly. Definitely a chance as well. What's your knock? Why can't you win here? Um, I just think Marcel from Madrid might have a little bit more class going off what he's raced against. Blair Roach is still sort of 
up and coming. Um, she was knocked around a little bit last start. Likes Flemington. She'll be winding up late. That's I think she's sure. a great place bet at $2.15. That's short, and we're you know, talking about the place bet, but I'd ignore her last run. I think she's very, very suited here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, move on. We'll move on to race number five. It is the size produce race over 1,400. I noticed this race, uh, there's been a little bit of talk during the week that this could potentially, over the next year or two, get bumped up to being a, a 3 or $4 million race uh, to, to maybe throw a spanner in the works of the Golden Slipper. That There's definitely talk within the VRC of, of this happening. Mm. I'd love to see that. Yeah, That's you would, the sort you? of thing that challenges Sydney the right way. You know, increase a race that we've already got. It's already got its own profile, and just build on it by by adding prize money, prize money to it. Um, Three to four million dollars though is a little bit of a stretch, isn't it? But it's the right race. Look, T- does two-year-old fourteen hundred meter race. We don't even have that sort of money for a Caulfield Guineas. Why are we spruiking a VRC size when you know the 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 Golden Slippers already well above this race? They're not going to. The Caulfield st- Guineas doesn't need it though. We're talking about what needs to be done at the moment to lift racing in Victoria at this time of year. Mm. That would do it. What about the Blue Diamond? But uh, That's what I mean. Does it, the Blue Diamond need to be lifted? Uh, it got the best two-year-olds in Victoria. Are, are you saying maybe it could attract more runners from Sydney? Is that what you're yes. suggesting? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because... Um uh, there's no, there's no reason why they can't probably sprit the blue diamond a little bit, get, mm. get some Sydney runners down before the slipper and have that as a, as a path into the slipper rather yep. than spruiking a fourteen hundred meter two year old race before the slipper. Yep. Um, I can't see why horses are going to run in the VRC size and then drop back down two hundred meters and, and run in the golden slipper. It's sort what of a, just doesn't make sense a, for me. A horse like Castelvecchio who's probably tossing up whether run in the slipper, even Tassort is probably going to be better over fourteen hundred. Those horses would probably look at a, at a size. Yeah, I th- they're still going to stay in Sydney. For, I just think they're still going to stay in Sydney. I, I don't like the idea. I also know that the, there's talk that potentially you could drop it back to 1,200, make it a straight race for two-year-olds. A little bit like the Coolmore later yeah, in the year. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That that wouldn't be a bad race. Put it this way, that would attract the fastest two-year-olds in the country. If it was a $3.5 million race down the straight at Flemington, mm. why wouldn't you throw your, your star baby in there? Yeah, no, you're right there. If they change the distance to 1,200 metres, I think the 1,400 metres distance for me is probably the query in terms of trying to, uh, say, fight against the golden slipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they had it at 1,200 metres down the straight, uh, by all means, I think they'll get slipper runners for sure. Uh, all right, we better get into the race. Uh, who's your tip? Um, for this one, I've got really discreet on top. Um, I really liked her her debut run. She ran a quicker 600-meter split than um, Terbium on the on the day. And we, we all see what he came out and did the other day at, at Caulfield, beat the like of Zusain. Mm-hmm. Um, she's by helmet. She's going to rally to the distance, um, up in distance. F- uh, Phil Stokes is in fantastic form at the moment. Um, so I've, I've got her on top. Yeah, I know Scotty Cooney's a big fan of Kayla Crowther. It's, uh, it's his, his pick this weekend as the value, and she's been specced already in from nines to sevens, so a little bit of early money. She was enormous at Sandown, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's one horse in this race, Hawker Hurricane. I, I'd like to just ignore his run in the Blue Diamond. Yeah. It didn't suit at all. I think a 1,400-meter race at Flemington is ideal. Yeah, interesting. Oh, I can't have him off the back of that uh, that Blue Diamond prep. Um, maybe he's come to the end of his prep after that run. He maybe. was knocked around a bit. He looked pretty flat. So I, I'd like, in for this race, I'd like to back horses that 
are on the up, starting off their campaign, are going to relish the 1,400 metres and have got plenty of scope and plenty of improvement off their first up run. And for me, really discreet fits that criteria and fits that profile. Another horse I think is great odds is Outlandos at, at $11. I think he's really going to relish the bigger track and, and up in distance. I think he's a good chance there at $11. Another one for Tony fantastic. McElroy there, Outlandos, $11. Uh, all right, we better hit the quaddy legs now, uh, and it is one of the most talked about races on the calendar, the Newmarket Handicap, one of the most famous races uh, in the country, and it's been dubbed as uh, a sensational field this year. The oh, depth crack, is enormous. Absolutely cracking field, this. this is 23 horses going down the straight at Flemington, and there's some rippers. It's going to be an absolute beauty of a this, race. This outdoes the uh, all-star mile for me. This is probably race of the autumn. Um, 22 runners, Group 1 class down the straight at Flemington. It reminds me of the Coolmore Stakes yeah. a couple of years a couple of years back when we had that massive field. Jeez, um, they're fantastic races when, when they're packed, jam-packed like this. Um, for me, I, I've gone with Graf. I think he's going to be... I think he's going to improve a great amount from from that lightning run. He go, he drops down to 51 kilos. He's drawn gate 20. Willie Pike comes over from WA, so that, that be a story? Bit, yeah, a little bit of an interesting factor there. Um, and for me, he maps well. I really like the way he went through the line up to 1,200 metres. Got great second up form, so he ticks all the boxes. $9.50 as well. I think he's a good price, no doubt about that. You could make a case here for, for 10, 12 horses, though, couldn't you? Yeah, you, you could, yeah. Uh, what about the favourite, Osborne Bulls? He's been... Uh, tip for this race for a while now, and he he's gets his opportunity to win a Group 1 after narrowly missing in the Lightning. Uh, $4, you are avoiding him. I just think there's better options. Is the barrier a concern? It is for me. Maybe if they all come come wide, he might get stuck behind. He he, yeah. he tends to get back in the run and, and flies home, so there mightn't be a gap for him late. That's, that's a concern for sure. But um, I think at $4, when he got beaten by the like of inner time, um, who's twelve dollars and the, up to twelve hundred meters second up is is no bad thing for her. Um, I think there's you know everyone's looking to get a bit of value in the, in the race. I think he's the best sprinter in the race. Uh, I think he's the best straight horse in the race. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's the best closer in the race. And a twelve hundred meter handicap would suit. Just the only thing is that barrier, and I I wonder whether they're going to come wide. And mm. if they do. He's going to have to negotiate a bit of traffic. There's going to be some really fast on-speed horses that he's going to have to nab. Yep. So that's my query. And $4, I think, is his right price. I think if if it wasn't such a big field, I he'd agree. be crunched in. He'd be like a $2.20 sort of chance. But I agree. just the traffic that he might have to get through has left the door open and, and the punters are inviting people to have a little nibble at him. Uh but there's, there's a handful of other chances in this race. So Santa Ana Lane, first up, a lot of people consider Santa Ana Lane to be the best sprinter in the country. Um, plum draw, uh, there's no real reason why he can't back it up from the VRC sprint last year. Yep. Yeah, definitely. He, he's a great price. He always he always starts at big odds. It's baffling for me, he, considering he's one of the best sprinters in the country. Um, but yeah, look, there's great chances. You know, time's just silly odds as well. Um, also, you got the like, like you said, um, of uh, sunlight, ten dollars is fantastic odds. Eduardo was pretty good in the Oakley Plate. I know he's only had the five starts. Gets the low weight, super consistent. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, fantastic race! What I can't, we, I can't wait to watch Booker. it. I mean, Booker's just come off a sensational Oakley Plate win. Mm. Hadn't has run pretty well down the straight before as well. Don't see any issues there. There's one here at odds. It's twenty dollars, and it is my best value later in the day. No, I've, I, I Brave Smash was really good in the Futurity. 
uh, without the look. It was it just wanted the line so badly. Came second in this race last year, the Red Kirk Warrior. Do you remember that race? They yeah, were both no, yeah, on different yep. sides of the track, and yep. it was a photo. Yep. I think Brave Smash is going a lot better than people think. This is its grand final ever. So it's going off the start after this race. Yep. So it'll be giving it absolutely everything. Oh, Damien Oliver, I can just see it happening. $20, I think. It's super value. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's, uh, he's a great price, that's for sure. Barrier 23 as well. There's uh, value right across the park. Whispering Brook at $41 is value. <laughs> you, you could go through each runner and, and do what oh. we're doing now and, and sort of make a case. But, Encryption. yeah, look, it's going to be great. If you find the winner, good luck to you. Be a wide quaddy, do you reckon? Yeah, it would be. Big leg. All right, race seven. It is the Cooney Stakes over 1,400 metres. And who do you like here, Tob? Um, I put her on top in a race couple of uh, weeks back and she was scratched she's um it's princess jenny i've got her on top down the bottom there the low weight eleven dollars um she's had a trial since just to maintain her fitness and she trialed well she wasn't asked to do anything at all um and yeah look i I think she's got a bit of scope to her um so i've got her on top at eleven dollars uh angelic rule is probably the best outside her um, she ran well last start. I think she's got Spanish Whisper covered out of that race. So, but yeah, I'm going to going to go each way with Princess Jenny. I thought Angelic Rule was very, very good. In yeah, very good, uh, definitely uh, behind Kafila there. Yep. Uh, I think she's at the right price, about two dollars ninety. I don't know whether it's you're going to have a punt, but I think she's well and truly deserving of that favoritism. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on uh, the Australian Cup, and it is the superstar of Ilias who heads the market at. Nearly odds on. He's just drifted to two dollars as I look right now. Uh, he's been our best bet on a number of occasions this autumn. Mm. Are you going to be sticking with him this week, Tobe? Is he, is he in your side? I got him on top. I've definitely got him on top, but the race has panned out to be not as easy as I thought for for Avilius with the Lloyd Williams runners. About, I think rekindling for me is a massive unknown. How, unknown. He's a quality runner. He's won at the distance. He's performed first up. He won the Melbourne Cup. Um, he didn't. He didn't race last spring, so I'm not sure how he's going to come back in, into say this into this race. But yeah, look, Avilius is a bit of a bomb-proof choice, isn't he? You can't go wrong with him. Wins off a slow speed. Wins off a hot speed. Comes from back. Comes from forward. So. Uh, I've got him on top, but yeah, two dollars is a little short. It's interesting. I mean, Avilius is two dollars here in the market, and on class alone, Rekindling and Almanden are, are very, very similar in in terms of ability, but they just haven't had a start in so long. So that unknown factor has blown them way out in the odds. And if you're prepared to take a horse first up after that long, mm. good on you. I, that it's, it's a courageous decision, but uh, the the market would reward you if they got up. Yeah, definitely. But with these Lloyd Williams runners, we know that they can prepare them. For a first up run, well, uh, with their with their facilities that they've got, just like we saw Johannes Vermeer in, in the Blamey. So they're always in good order, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I think Al Manum for me, I can't I can't put him. I think he's going to improve definitely over second up or f- or third up even. But um, for re- rekindlings, the only other runner in this race for me that can probably challenge Avilius. Yeah, oh, he does look a good thing, but. There's, it's a good field. It's a solid field. The Australian Cup's not a foregone conclusion ever. Uh, Harlem was the winner last year. He's backing it up this year. I tell you what, I, I was mightily impressed with Sosie Bond in the Blamey last week. <laughs> you can laugh all you want. You, you really can. He always does that, though. Yeah. He, runs really, he runs really good seconds and thirds, doesn't he? But he found the line not that long ago. Yeah, he just never wants to put his head in front of the other horse. 
I don't know. I, look, I'm not he saying he's going to win. I think he's $27 for a good reason. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm just saying there's there's better, you know, there, there's worse choices around that mark. Shillelagh's another one. She's she's getting on and she doesn't win a lot. But if there, if anything's in her favour this weekend, she loves Flemington. Big track. Loves, loves Flemington. Uh, this this really suits. Uh, I'm thinking back to the spring. Uh, what did she win in the spring? The, um, the Meyer. The Meyer Classic, yep. The... the Oh, she she hit the line super hard. Like, last what about week. Ace High? I don't I don't rate him. He he needs a dry track. He's down here. He gets to a good distance. One two from three. Third up. He well, might be there for fitness. Last run he came thirty placed. Is he is he ready to to put in a good run? I think he's at fourteen dollars because this is his right race. The, the stars have aligned in a number yeah. of ways, but I just don't think he's good enough. I don't yep. see how he's going to turn the tables on Avilius yep. and make up the class difference. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, Rightio. Uh, Avilius for me, is it Avilius for you? Yeah, yeah look, yeah. I've got Avilius on top, but yeah. oh, rekindling's a little bit of a question mark. Okay, I like it. Uh, the last race on the card, uh, the 1,600-metre race for Mares. Uh, who do you like? Probably my best bet of the day, Spanish Reef. I've got her on top. I like the way she went through the line last start. Um, she's always better third up. Waiting to get to uh, 1,600 metres at Flemington only suits this horse. She's ready to go. She's going to win and clear pick. Yeah, okay, clear pick. One of your best. Yeah, one of best for the day. Okay, I haven't got her on top. I haven't been as impressed with you as um, with Spanish Reef, but I'm a princess at odds. It would be my get-out stakes here. Um, she's been running in far stronger races than this. Bring Me bring me Roses is another one that will appreciate the big track a little bit yep. like Shillelagh. Yep. Uh, she, had, again, though, doesn't find the line first enough. Uh, but, yeah, tough race to find the get-out. I'm a star. We've spoken about her a few times on the program uh, this autumn. She just hasn't come back in as good an order by the looks, does she? Um, look, she, her last, she last been, start was a little flat, wasn't it? She's a good miler. I mean, good miler. She's, she's to favor. Flemington, probably her favourite track, to be mm-hmm. honest, up to a mile. Third up, I think she's even going to be even better. She just um, hasn't looked like winning. Wouldn't though. wouldn't put her out of the quaddy though. She definitely no. goes in the quaddy. Yeah, no, she does for sure. Uh, all right, that's the card wrapped up. Your best bet of the day was Autumn Sun. But, Autumn Sun. Oh, Ed. <laughs> but I'm going to have a, a Melbourne best bet, and it's Spanish Reef. Four dollars, I think you're getting. Okay. Four twenty. You're going to wait to the last one on the card. Righto, fair enough. My best. I'm going up. I'm going up to Sydney, and I had him as my best bet a few weeks ago. And I, I, I said to myself, I'm never going to back this horse again. But they put Kemantari. <laughs> they put Kemantari <laughs> up at four dollars forty in a thirteen hundred meter race at Ramwick against a, not that good a field with Trapeze Artist the favourite about two dollars eighty. Oh, I've already tipped them in. <laughs> Yeah. I'm part of the reason why he's coming to fours. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a fair bite of the cherry on him. Well, I can't. I can't see that uh, being uh, a, a nice return. Really? You don't think he's? Go- oh, I, th- I think he's a good, he's a great horse. He's going to win soon. I want to be on him when he does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, your best value? Best value, really discreet. Like I said before, ran the best 600 meters of the day on the day at Turbium. Turbium, sorry, one, and he's a class horse. Uh, she fits that profile that I like for a horse to run in in the size, and I think you're getting around the nine dollars. So, great bet. Very nice. My uh, my best bet. You'll have a good old laugh at this, but Brave Smash is my best bet of the day at twenty dollars. Uh, right. I'll be having a little each way on him in his final ever run. 
Uh, your $100 strategy, again, we won't go into the financial details of our running totals, but who... What's your, where's your $100 going this week? Where are you tipping it out? Well, let's go uh, 50 on Spanish Reef. I, I think she's ready to win. 15 each way on really discreet. Best value of the day. I think she's a great chance. And I'll go 10 each way on Marcel from, from Madrid. Come back, Gelded. I think he's ready to run a good race there at $7. He's been crunched too. Bit of specking for him. He has. Good luck to you. Uh, time to rain. 80 for the win for me up in Sydney. Uh should win that two-year-old race. Uh, and then $20 on the all-up, Kementari into Time to Rain. Just a quick shout-out as well to Northeast Duke, race two at Pakenham. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we had to pause uh, and cut up this podcast midway because Toby's doing cartwheels in the studio. He's taking the cans off and he's going to buy himself a schooner. <laughs> Old Furphy. See you next week. <laughs>